0: Welcome to On Aeon, a now award-winning podcast featuring conversations between colleagues on, well, Aeon. This week, we hear from Mikhail Lorik and Dominic Probin on findings from Aeon's 2023 Weather, Climate, and Catastrophe Insight Report. And now, this week's host, Alexandra Lewis. So,
1: today, we're talking about the $313 billion of damage from natural disasters in 2022, which was the fifth costliest year on record for insurers, and looking at how climate is making an impact. As we delve into the trends, how can we help organisations make better decisions, manage volatility, and enhance global resilience? To discover more data from our latest weather climate catastrophe reports, with me today are Mikhail Lorink and Don Proben. My name is Alex Lewis and I've been a colleague at Aon for 18 years now, currently as Aon's Chief Marketing Officer for our reinsurance solutions business. And I'm particularly passionate about how we can help protect and enrich lives around the world, especially as we were causing this just the week after. The earthquake in Turkey and Syria, and thinking about those people who've been impacted. Mikal has been with Aon since 2016, and currently serves as Aon's head of catastrophe insight. While Don has been with Aon since 2018, and is head of strategy for Aon's exciting new climate team. Many thanks, Mikal and Don, for being here today.
0: Thank you, Alex. Uh, I'm excited to share the insights from the report also on this platform uh and uh you know alex uh we have worked together uh on many projects throughout the years but there's one thing that might surprise you and that's uh that i am an amateur podcaster as well uh several years ago uh, my friend and i started a uh, podcast of our own um and unfortunately it was a largely unsuccessful passion project i would say because we only recorded about five episodes Uh, but uh Nevertheless, uh, I, I think that you know spreading the message about catastrophes and implications of of natural disasters uh, on various platforms is is definitely great. Uh, and happy to happy to be here today.
1: Thanks, Michael, and, and excited that we have a professional podcaster on the on the call today. <laughs> and, and Dom, how about you?
2: Thanks, Alex. I'm pleased to be here today as well and uh, talk to colleagues on this really fascinating topic, a topic which impacts us all without exception and is one of the best ways I found to bring colleagues and clients together with a strong sense of purpose so I'm really excited for this conversation.
1: Excellent, well to kick us off let's go for a quick warm-up and as you mentioned on climate is obviously one of the most important topics across the world today so, if there's one thing that you'd like our listeners to do following this podcast to help make an impact, what would that be? So, Mikhail, let's kick off with you.
0: I think what people might do is something that I already mentioned uh basically spread the message uh and I don't mean you know start your own podcast uh it's could be simply just you know maybe sharing some uh the materials that we put out uh, or maybe a link to our report or maybe this podcast episode
1: that sounds like a great plan to help spread the word and don what about you
2: i believe that every job is a climate job so i would love all the listeners to think how they can bring climate thinking into their work no matter no matter what it is that they do talk to your clients talk to your suppliers talk to your colleagues um, and talk to those with whom you do business and let great ideas flow from those conversations.
1: I love it. I think we're off to a very inspirational start here. So let's jump right in and look at some of the data and and some of these themes that we can further discuss. So Mikhail, as we look back to 2022 to understand some of these lessons learned, what were some of the most surprising trends from natural disasters and the weather?
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, it's pretty difficult to look at 2022 natural disasters and avoid Hurricane Ian because it was, of course, the uh, largest catastrophe, the costliest one uh, in 2022. In fact, it was the second costliest disaster for insurers on record globally. Uh, What's interesting that uh, uh, generally the, the hurricane season was expected to be above average in terms of frequency, but Eventually, Hurricane Ian was the only really significant storm of the season in the Atlantic. Uh, this, exact thing, uh, this exact thing happened in 1992 uh, where we had um, Hurricane Andrew. It was also the only significant hurricane of that particular season, uh, but it was also a game-changing disaster because it completely changed uh, the insurance-reinsurance environment. It only takes one storm to completely change the statistics. Another type of natural disasters that, we, uh, that we've seen uh, repeatedly uh, during 2022 was uh, drought and heat waves. And this is a type of peril that is increasingly influenced by climate change. And yes, we've seen it on uh, almost all continents, whether it was North America, Europe, Africa or Asia. Uh, and in fact, insured losses from drought were uh, the second highest on record. While we've seen a lot of droughts and heatwaves, we've also seen um, heavy precipitation events, such as in Australia. There was also a very significant event uh, where the Australian insurance sector had the costliest event on record, uh, especially Sydney. Uh, so very, very significant rainfall throughout the year and it ended up as the wettest year uh, uh, on record. So we mentioned several significant disasters uh, that happened throughout the world. Uh, but in reality, the total economic losses were only slightly above average uh, since 2000. Uh, nevertheless, it was the fifth costliest year for insurance and it was mainly because you know the disasters happened uh, or occurred in uh, the uh, countries with relatively developed insurance market. So the eventual protection gap, which is basically the difference between total economic losses and what's insured, was actually one of the lowest on record.
1: It's a very interesting stat, I think, because it helps to put into context the impacts on people across the world and how the insurance industry still has a role to play in helping to bridge that gap. So, Mikhail, when you look at the data across natural disasters and, and particularly climate. What impacts are they having on communities around the world?
0: Well, the impact is substantial, and uh, I think we've seen more significant impacts in countries that are not well prepared to face it. Uh, So, for example, when you look at countries such as Pakistan, uh, which experienced severe flooding in 2022, uh, the fact that they are not able to respond to it effectively uh creates secondary issues so so much of the total damage in pakistan and also the following humanitarian disaster was not to, due to the, sorry it was not due to the flooding itself uh but also because of the inability to uh you know uh respond to the disaster in an effective manner so the over resiliency of the community is very important here uh, and I think insurance is a part of it. So, so insurance has a role to play uh, in the future because these countries have a very low uh, take-up rate when it comes to these perils. Uh, I mentioned uh, low protection gap. Uh, in America, the coverage is is much higher. Uh, in countries or in, in regions like Europe, Australia or Japan, the take-up rate is high. But in countries such as Pakistan, South Asia, uh, Southeast Asia, China, uh, there is still a way to go.
1: And so data is obviously at the heart of helping people by really identifying the trends and then working out the best solutions. So tell me a little bit on how you actually source and manage that data to make sure it's as credible and robust as possible.
0: Yep. So, so we have an internal database of historical events uh, on which we base a lot of these analyses. And we made significant effort to Basically, fill the gaps which are present in similar databases. So, to really research uh, natural disasters in underreported regions. What we've included this year as well is more comprehensive data on heat waves. Uh, because one of the things we've seen last year is a high fatality rate uh, due to heat, uh, especially in Europe, where we had significant heat waves in uh, June and July and it caused uh, more than 15,000 people uh, to be killed. So what we did was basically uh, collect um, mortality data from human uh, mortality database, compared it with the periods of uh, uh, exceeding uh, heat uh, from a meteorological standpoint, uh, and basically isolated the excess mortality uh, during these heat waves and included it in our database uh, to get a full picture of a fatality rate during heat waves.
1: Well, thank you for a sneak peek behind the scenes of some of your data there. and Dom, I think with that backdrop, I'm sure you agree that this really highlights some of the challenges that we're facing across the world today, and with climate being top of mind for governments, communities and businesses across the world. Tell us a little bit more around the role of our new climate team, Aon, and what's your mission?
2: Thanks, thanks, Alex. The, uh, the the central team was established at the beginning of 2021 to to define Aeon's global climate change strategy and then work collaboratively with the with the whole of Aeon to execute upon it it's a it's a hugely exciting challenge but no small task in a business as large and as diverse as Aon's um but the out- the outcome of that work is a is a strategy grounded uh in an understanding of where the biggest flows of capital need to go in order to uphold resilience enable transition and and, and create opportunity you know to summarize Aon's mission is to collectively accelerate investment towards a resilient and regenerative economy now practically speaking Aon has been serving clients with climate-related solutions for many years and teams in the business continue to do more and more. The central team is just here to support and empower Aon colleagues by creating some global connectivity, sharing best practice, client case studies um, to help our colleagues to find new ways to support clients. Uh, Climate change is, is having a really big impact on those groups you mentioned in your question, Alex, governments, communities and businesses. And whilst we're really proud of the work we already do as a firm in Aon, we know there is a lot of room in our industry for more innovation and growth. And Aon's investment in the central capability will also help address the unmet needs of our clients.
1: So it sounds like we're really bringing the sort of best of Aon together to help tackle some of these big issues. And based on the data that we've just heard from Mikal, where do companies actually start in identifying and mitigating their risks?
2: Yeah, good, a good question. So as we know from Aon's Weather, Climate and Catastrophe Insight report and everything Michael has just, just told us about, Direct economic losses from weather events in 2022 were re- were really remarkable. So, the the physical risks arising from climate change ta- climate change don't just create direct economic loss, but they're also causing significant frustrations and and challenges in the form of things like disrupted supply chains, or potential employee well-being challenges, and the challenges of companies having to adjust operationally to increasingly frequent weather events. You know, furthermore, climate change is about much more than just physical risk. And the, the transition itself brings many challenges. Setting and executing a climate change strategy is a transformational task for many of our clients. It increases the cost of doing business, changes to the operating model, Um, increased volatility, there is increased pressure from investors, lawmakers, customers, employees to decarbonise. And there are increased compliance and reporting requirements, as well as a changing liability landscape. In terms of how companies should approach identifying these risks and opportunities, a range of voluntary and mandatory reporting frameworks offer guidance The Task Force for Climate-Related Financial Disclosures, or TCFD as it's known, has emerged as a reference point for for climate disclosure rules as they come into law and regulation around the world. Aon is working closely with clients on on TCFD reporting already. And as risk and opportunity experts, Aon supports clients to select the best partners to help them as they undertake their analysis. Aon has got solutions and colleagues who also undertake that forward-looking analysis in collaboration with clients. Um, And Aon is is really well placed to interpret the output and inform risk financing and risk transfer decisions as well. So being able to pull all of that capability together end-to-end makes us a great strategic partner for our clients as they begin this journey.
1: Excellent. And it's incredibly exciting to hear a positive spin on this. And of course, there's a lot to negotiate when bringing together that framework and strategy, thinking about your different stakeholders, you mentioned, and and how do you transition effectively. But how do you then think about those practical solutions? Are we considering new innovation or is there a way that we can simply make better use of some of our existing tools?
2: Well, it's definitely both. It's definitely both, Alex, and um, ail works in, in different ways to to help clients across both those areas. So we analyse our client situation and we can recommend solutions from our existing set. There are lots of existing things that offer huge value to our clients as they execute their climate strategy. We've, we've referenced a lot our physical risk analytics expertise, um, but risk transfer solutions like parametrics can be scaled and, and utilised more to meet the climate challenge. And from a transition perspective, ensuring things like, you know, there being enough DNO cover is critical, along with environmental liability policies, um, as a company transforms to, to decarbonize. We're also seeing how a suite of insurance products such as structured credit and political risk can give sustainable finance investors greater confidence in new deals. And these are all things that are already familiar to to Aon, to Aon colleagues and to Aon clients. We're just applying them in the context of a climate strategy. Now, in terms of innovation... We are working with clients in novel ways to create strategic partnerships, working closely with them and decision-makers to offer advice and solutions earlier at the point of decision-making in green finance. And this is ultimately to encourage more investment. We're also looking at new ways to incentivize transition with insurance solutions that bring more insurance capacity to new energy technology. And we do this through co-creation with clients and insurance markets. So I hope both of these those groups take this as an invitation, really, to ideate together.
1: It's certainly a very compelling argument to work more collaboratively. And looking at that broader context, then, how important do you think the role of the insurance industry is in helping the world to transition to net zero? Well,
2: insurers can help solve the climate crisis by matching capital to risk where it's needed through de-risking new projects, clean technology, and, and all of that will encourage faster and more meaningful investment. But achieving a net zero transition is going to require something like three and a half trillion US dollars in annual net new investment over the next 30 years. It's, it's a huge amount and that—and this spending will require insurance capacity at a scale that goes well beyond the balance sheets of existing P&C carriers. So it's, it's not just that the industry could grow as a result of climate change it, it's that the industry really really must grow if it's to play a material role and as our CEO Greg Case says, at a time when these risks are growing, we should be getting bigger to help support these risks. We can see today that forward-thinking insurers are trying to create solutions that safeguard business, governments and communities. But we think more work needs to be done as our role in improving resilience in the economy evolves. The industry is moving away from carbon-intensive, high-emitting industries, but not enabling and supporting their transition. We are not moving fast enough as an industry to support low-carbon technologies that really help accelerate the climate transition. Insurers need to engage more um, to build solutions that help accelerate the climate transition, and capture our biggest opportunity, which is to de-risk investment into the global economy.
1: Well, that's a fantastic call to action there for the insurance industry. Thanks, Don. But before we sign off, Mikhail, we learned a little bit earlier how you enjoy doing podcasts in your spare time. But when you're not delving into catastrophe data, what is your favourite thing to do when you're not working?
0: Um, My favorite thing to do is probably just spending time in nature uh, during any activity, Um, but uh, mostly road biking or mountain biking or just hiking. Uh, And, you know, just seeing the nature uh, and the elements at work uh, and maybe seeing the processes that we call natural disasters uh, but are really uh, part of the natural cycle so really watching that and uh, uh, perhaps seeing the vastness of it and maybe how small we are compared to it that, that, that's a that's a very uh, uh, that's a very humbling but also enjoyable activity for me
1: that's one respecting the environment and really taking taking it in is so very important um, and Dom how, how do you like to spend your weekends
2: well I, I've got I've got a six-year-old boy and uh, I like to spend as much time as I can with him fortunately for me he likes a lot of outdoor stuff like swimming football and, and even walking in the woods so all things I love to and and we certainly like to get out into into nature and understand the world all the the more
1: fantastic it sounds like we should all go on a a big wooden walk together soon (laughs) and talk about how we can help protect the environment
0: this has been a conversation on aeon and aeon's 2023 weather climate and catastrophe insight report thank you for listening if you enjoyed this latest episode tune in soon for our next edition you can also check out past episodes on simplecast To learn more about Aon, its colleagues, solutions, and news, check out our show notes and visit our website at aon.com.